Oh, once upon a time there was a bird who loved podcasts. And when he couldn't find him playing live, well, that always burned his ass. He started collecting the dates and he put them on a little list. That's because he's Jonathan Livingston Sales Gold, the bird of salesmanship. John Livingston Sales Gold is on the wing, my friends. Look up. He telling me where you can see some Smogco shows, man. He gonna tell you what's up. He gonna let you know that this Valentine's Day, you don't have to be alone. Cause comic book men are coming right into your home. Oh, Thursday night is the return of comic book men, folks. February 14th, Valentine's Day, 9 p.m. on a new night. Comic Book Men returns to AMC. But that's not all we got going on this week, man. You want to see a little Hollywood Babylon on Saturday night? Well, you're going to have to drive, man. It's not in Los Angeles this week. Not in Hollywood. It's going to be Long Beach Babylon, my children. That's right. You're going to the Long Beach Laugh Factory on Saturday night, 10 o'clock. You're going to watch me and Ralph babble the fuck on in Long Beach, baby, man. But what about the folks who are like, hey, man, what about the Laugh Factory in Hollywood? What about us, you piece of shit? Well, I thought of you too, man, because I'm coming to you a week after that. Less than a week, man. Me and Jay are coming back to do Jane Silent Bob Get Old Again. Burb likes that so much. Hollywood Laugh Factory, February 20th. I know, I'm telling him, Bird. 10 p.m., man. Me and Jay returned. We had a great time last time. We're going to have another good time right after that, man. So there's three ways that you can check out Smodco over the course of the next week. Meanwhile, dropping podcasts, man, like I'm dropping piles of shit, dude. New Smodcast, new Hollywood Babylon, new Jane Silent Bob Get Old, new Smoothie Makers, and guess what, man? I'm bringing my lady with me this week. New Plus One, baby. My life's going to give you aural. Smodco, folks. Smodco is your mother, your father, your brother, sister, your favorite aunt, a pet that you've always loved. Smodco podcasts. Now, another Smodco podcast. This week's episode of Having Sex is brought to you by our friends at AdamandEve.com. Adam and Eve has an amazing deal for you, and here to tell you all about it is. Our very own Katie Morgan. Hey, everybody. If you are looking for the widest selection of adult toys, novelties, anything you could want, even sex swings and lubes, they've got everything. Go on down to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off any item of your choosing. Check it out. There's even my vagina. I like her vagina. You do. My favorite vagina of all vaginas. He's a big fan of my vagina. And if you are too, go get your very own. But wait. There's more. So much more. So much more. When you go there, type in offer code Katie, K-A-T-I-E, and at checkout, make sure you click the boxes for three free adult DVDs and a super secret gift we can't even tell you about because it's too sexy. Secret and sexy. And surprise. 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 So if you like a sexy secret surprise, free porn, and 50% off. Who doesn't? Not to mention free shipping. Free shipping, uh, brown paper shipping too, like, uh, uh, you know, discreet Discreet shipping shipping as they call it. Absolutely. And it's cheaper than going to the store because then you have to pay for gas. Plus you get to look at all the things. We talked about Katie's vagina. There is a lot of, uh, vagina samples. Oh yes. There's many, many vaginas. You can get like whole vagina and ass combinations, whatever it is you're looking for, or dildos or lubes, lingerie. They have a huge selection of men's and women's lingerie. 
really nice stuff. They got some cool clothes. Uh, robes, uh, pillows and straps. And, and I wasn't lying about the swings. Everybody loves a fun sex swing. Awesome. Yes. Nothing like zero gravity banging. So if you guys are looking for anything, check out adamandeve.com. They've got all your adult needs. That's adamandeve.com. Type in offer code Katie. K-A-T-I-E. And help support the show. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Having Sex with Katie Morgan. I'm that girl. This is an incredibly special episode because we are not in fabulous Las Vegas. We're in fabulous Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Coming to you from beautiful downtown North Hollywood. No ho yo. Jim Jackman is of course here on the board. How's it going, eh? But Miss Rebecca Love is still in Las Vegas and we miss her and we love her and we will see her next week. We love the love, uh, and we will see her next week on you. But this is a super special episode super with our very special, special guest, Mr. Dougal Fraser. Dougal Fraser. Hi. Hi, welcome. Thank you. This is my first podcast. Yay, I'm first so excited. Ever. This is your first podcast ever? Ever. Yeah. Cherry popped. Right? That's pretty dope. Ha ha. Done. <laughs> So, uh, on the Cherry Pop and note, Cherry Pop, Dougal's first podcast. Not your last, if we can hopefully. say. Hopefully. Uh, our first time doing a show not in the Cocktails Lounge. Yes. It wasn't a live that show. It wasn't live our, on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time in a long time without Miss Rebecca Love, of course. Yes. So, cherry's uh, popping all over this fucking piece. We love you, uh, Rebecca. <laughs> because of that sex show. Yes, because we are in LA for that sex show, as we talked about on the last podcast. Hopefully, everybody was watching all this week. It's going amazing. And you, of course, are with me on the panel. We are two of the three panel of that sex show. Isn't it going? It's going amazingly well. I'm having so much fun. Me too. It was a crazy first week. I can't believe we're on every night. I like can't stop gritting. I am literally giddy with this shot. We did 15 shows in one week. Yes. That's like a reality show season. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. For anybody who doesn't know, we'll recap. We are doing three live shows a night. We're doing it live on the East Coast, live on the West Coast, both at 11 p.m. respectively, and a half hour live in the middle at 10:30 or at 11:30 East Coast, 8:30 Pacific. Yeah. Super exciting. Super fun. So we're, we're talking about all the sexy, dirty stuff and any, any. Except we can't any, say cum. We can't say cum. We can Which say is cunt really here. hard. We also can't say cunt. Although, you know, I don't say cunt a lot. Like, I don't, I don't like think, the word cunt. I don't either. Yeah. I only like it with like my English friends where it's like cute when they say it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking cunt. I never thought. Right. Of it, that you have one. to have the accent. Right. Because okay. right. we can't say twat and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I would also, never say that anyway. Not in my repertoire. Right. But we can say shit. Yes. Yeah. Although I keep stopping myself. Like, I feel like. The word comes into my mouth, and then I know I, I see the cameras, and dump still comes out. Like, I just don't say shit. On well, TV. I'm afraid if I allow myself to say that curse, then every other curse is yes. going to be permissible, and I don't want to get in trouble. I know, me too. Yeah. Well, and I dropped the first F-bomb. I was so embarrassed. You did drop I the said first fucking F-bomb. on national television. But, but your face me. afterwards was so cute. I was mortified. <laughs> that was the face of absolute embarrassment of, oh my God, I just did that on television. Oh my God. And they handled it quite well. There's something about we you have, saying it. We have where, a little delay. Like, so right, heard right. It. A lovely they thirty just seconds. Saw the look on my face and everyone else's. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I loved it. 
Oh, goodness. No, it was fun, though. It, it was. It, no, it was a great you've show. You've been there all week, Mr. Joe. I have. I've been watching it uh, since, you know, a fucking year ago type thing, I really. Uh, it's been that long, but no, it's a hilarious. Uh, that's the thing is you, you first go, well, that's a really funny show. And this is even from crew guys of like, that's like people laughing constantly, including you guys right off the top. Informative as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Like just rife with information in like 22 jam packed minutes of, you almost have to like, <laughs> you said jam packed. Yeah. <laughs> pack it in. Uh, it's, it, there's so many nuggets in there and some, I mean, it's awesome with the, with the Twitters mm-hmm. and that sex show at that sex show, uh, tweets of, of the bomb mots that get dropped constantly from the panel. Like what? Well, I mean, they're online. Oh, 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 the little, you mean the little comment? Yes. Yes, just random, the, the more you know jewels, moments. The little jewels of, and a constant right across the board of everybody. And yeah. you and I are willing to expose anything. 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 Yes. That way any caller or tweeter or video chatter is not going to feel alone because right. at least Katie or I will say, I've done that too. I did yeah. it too. No, no, I did it more. Don't worry. Right. Honey. You're normal. You'll be fine. Yes. And as we keep finding out, uh, Dougal seems to have done it more than Katie for uh, Rife. We did figure that out. I've had stuff. more party partners than Katie. Morgan. I love that. I was so happy because, I mean, I go into any room expecting to be you know, amongst the most experienced. But I was thinking, like, I was totally the dirty slut of the show, and it's not me. It's not <laughs> you. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. I think we're kind you of just tired. look like it. Oh, <laughs> yes. wait. No, wait. Well, if that, anyone was guessing, because you look so clean cut. That's the thing. I think people are shocked that I have this, like, preppy, waspy look, but sure. inside, I'm a dirty whore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? And I've learned, that's the other thing. I'm kind of surprised, like the whole spanking thing. Yes, that people consider that S&M. Yeah, or degrading. One caller thought it was degrading. Yes, I know people who, I have literally had this conversation with girls, that doggy style is degrading because it's having sex like a dog. What? It's a terrible name. I will give it that. Whatever, I don't even, even though it's like do. one of my favorite positions. I know. I don't like the name. It is my favorite but position. But degading. Not in any way. It's the most romantic gesture I've ever Wait, received. doggy style or Yes, uh, both. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully yes. at the same time, to be quite yes. honest with you. Well, because they kind of go hand in hand. The right. The is right there. For exactly. The right. Yeah, totally. And it's asking for it. Yes, it's yeah. asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So, so we've, we've we've covered. We can't we can't do a whole other show about that sex show, even though everyone should watch it. Like all <laughs> Check it out weeknights, uh, eight and eleven. Logo TV, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and online TV. at logo TV.com. Logo okay, TV. I'm done. I'm done. Back to the this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, our first guest from the panel, uh, the esteemed panel of that sex show. Yes, uh, Mr. Dougal Fraser. Yes. Is Fraser. Well, it is your first time on the show. Yeah. So that means that we have to play six to nine questions. Six to nine go, questions. Go. Six to nine questions. questions is a fun little bit in which we ask the participant no less than six and no more than nine questions. So here we go. Uh, Dougal, where, where are you from? Okay, I'm from originally Garden City, Long Island. Nice. Yeah. East Coast. Long Island. Long, Long Island. And the short of it is Island Pride. That was the commercial. <laughs> I love you. So you grew up there. Uh, how old were you when you moved to? 
California I dropped, or a big city? Did you grow up small town? This I, is all one question. <laughs> so basically what happened was when you are the psychic gay fat kid on the playground, you're not terribly popular. So right? I dropped <laughs> Right? Oh wait. Sorry. Yeah. So I dropped out of high school when I was sixteen and I moved to Dallas because every gay gypsy moves to Dallas to become sure. free. Why not? It's the mothership. Exactly. Um and my sister lived there and we're really close. So I lived there on my own and then I lived in Dallas for five years. But that was kind of like my college years, but I never nice. went to college. Nice. Yeah. That's funny. I actually quit college or quit high school, graduated slash whatever, 16, and started going to college. Maybe you and I have a lot, a in, lot common. in common. It's yeah. Creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> Notice it. Exactly. <laughs> and you imagine? It would not surprise me. I have a huge <laughs> the height issue, though, throws things off. Yes, well, there's that. <laughs> so, okay. So, Texas, and then you eventually made it to LA? No, then I moved back to New York um, because I wanted to write a book and I figured I would move to the publishing capital of the world, back to New York City. But if you're from Long Island, anybody listening knows Long Islanders never go to the city. So, right. it's a completely different completely world. Completely different, even though it's close ish. But yeah. wait, what age, what age did you go to Texas and what age did you leave Texas? I moved to Texas when I was 16 years old. No, 17, 17 years old. And then I left when I was, I think, 22. Yeah. Okay. Did you have like family there or you're just like, fuck, it's I'm going to the My sister the moved there. Sorry. So my parents, the only reason they would let me, long story short, my parents got divorced. My mother was dating a homeless alcoholic. True story. Fun. Right? <laughs> There's a book there someday. <laughs> um, and I was like, I got to get out of here. So they let me move to Dallas because at least my sister could keep an eye on me. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So next question, since we touched on it a little bit. Yeah. When did you know you were psychic? Because you are the psychic on the panel. I, I don't know if we established that yeah, in this show. Yeah. I'm the gypsy psychic on the panel. Um, so my parents used to say that by the time I was standing in the crib, I would talk about hearing voices and seeing colors around people. Oh, wow. So my mom thought it was really, really cool. And my dad immediately sent me to a doctor because he thought I was going crazy. Right, brain tumor. Exactly. <laughs> like there's something wrong with our boy. We should medicate him. Um, and I just, I always found it interesting. I would try to contact Abe Lincoln with a penny, like when I was eight years old nice. and a candle, like really weird. Um, but for me, the idea was that if I could get out of myself and focus on somebody else, then I wouldn't have any problems. Oh, that's So it was something that I was trying to kind of master and figure out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so same question. So how, how old were you when you like realized that it was something that you could like learn more about as opposed to just something weird with you? Right. So I did my first reading around the age, I bought a deck of tarot cards when I was like eight and I always did it for a hobby and I studied meditation and I was really into it. But when I was in high school, a mother, uh, uh, my friend's mother hired me to read for a dinner party. I read tarot cards and I was like freaking people out about knowing who was having an affair and all this stuff. But it was always a hobby. It wasn't until I was 20 that an article was written about me. I was recognized as the best psychic in Dallas. What? What? I know. <laughs> and it, I went from having like, you know, six readings a month to like six a day with a four month waiting list. It just nice. kind of happened. Yeah. Nice. And that's what you've been doing ever since. I've like this is my first real job. Psychic. Yes. I've, it's yeah. so weird. It's such like, a real job. They expect it? you to show up at a certain time. Yeah. Same place. <laughs> it's every weird. Day. I, right. have to, I have to play with others. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Nicely. Um, so yeah, it just always happened. And then, you know, like some TV stuff came in and it just, it naturally kind of forced me in that direction. Like, I guess I'll do this for a living. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's two. That's good. Yeah. Question number three. Good yes. stuff. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Okay. So I think 19. Okay. <laughs> I love these answers. So here's the thing. 
I the first time I lost what I consider losing, I have two answers to this question. Okay. Because the first time I was ever like with a guy, I was 19 years old and it was just oral sex and I kind of just wanted to get it over with and I didn't tell him because I figured I have the equipment, I know what I'm doing, and I think I got along pretty well. I don't <laughs> think he knew. Um and but the first time I had had like anal sex, I I think I was still 19, but I have I have very little memory of that moment. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> don't know their name. I don't know how long I actually knew that person. It's not terribly romantic. You just kind of blank. I wanted to get it over with. Right? Like I was like I just want to get it over with. It was not romantic at all, but I think I was still 19. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That's actually fairly fairly older. Like It's totally. That's why I wanted to get are it like over 14. with. Well, that's the thing, though. I was, you know, I was the kid that didn't want anyone to think that I was attractive because I was still in the closet. So I didn't take care of myself. I didn't dress well. I was overweight and just pushing people away. And then when I came out of the closet, I kind of got cute um, and made up for lost. Maybe overly adorable. (laughs) Thank you. Overly made up. Say that again. What the whole thing? Maybe overly made up for last time. Oh. Made up for lost time. Sorry for the drops. Yeah, just cables dropping. Oh, sometimes okay. yes. we are missing our fabulous cocktails lounge mic stand. Usually <laughs> we don't hold on to yeah. it. <laughs> Although it's you know it's kind of nice. I, I like grasping things in my mouth like this. It's actually very casual. For me. <laughs> um, so okay, so question number four. Yeah, which you already started to touch on. How old were you when you came out of the closet? I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I came out of the closet and, you know, it's, it's like, it's this awkward thing, I think, for gay people. You know, most people in high school do light experimenting from like, you know, just fooling around or sure, over the clothes sure. or like second base. And a lot of gay people don't get to do that. You have to like rush into it, you know, and right. catch up for lost time. So I was 18 when I came out. Nice. And didn't okay. know where to start. It was like, how do you meet gay people? The internet. <laughs> Woohoo. The internet. Gay bars. <laughs> yeah. There's places. Oh, AOL, what you've done for me. Oh, yeah. That's old school. <laughs> <laughs> old I'm telling you, it was a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting dirty. Question number five. <laughs> how many is the most people you've ever had sex with in one week period? I'm going to say, and I swear I'm not making this up that I can't remember. I'm going to say I would imagine around three to five. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. not even bad. No, I've but done that. I would yeah, think <laughs> but I I would think one of those would have to be like a, a group scenario. Sure. Yeah. But this was a long time ago. That. So that's oh, yes. why I'm trying to like I was like twenty two. Mm-hmm. I'm thirty five oh, yes. now. Yes, eight, eighteen to twenty four were yeah. my craziest years. Right, Things right. Yeah. Nuts. I don't remember it yeah. at all, although I do remember like certain like goal that's one to write down right. on the board. I do remember having one I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I do remember having one year where I had slept with like over 30 people in a year nice. and being like <laughs> only here only on this podcast is get, there's like a having bell sex. i walk away with the uh, with the prize now she's like good for you <laughs> the show is called having sex. <laughs> and that that year i was like okay i think i've made up for lost time like right. you were definitely learning a lot see i think that's part of what we have in common that yeah is that you by being gay and me by being overly smothered religious seed just kind of didn't do anything for absolutely a long time. and as soon as i had the freedom i went freaking nuts yeah, i went crazy and and it was i mean i enjoyed it this is why i'm madly in love with my husband now like i never question whether or not aside from sleeping with a woman i've pretty much done everything right else. but yeah. you never did you never even no. fooled around with girls i remember the last girl that i fooled around with and we were like rolling around in her bed and she like took her top off and i was like she's a lovely person <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, can't we just watch Golden Girls and like do our nails and go to bed? 
that's funny. It was nice. I used to like to make yeah. out with girls when I was single. I used to love to get drunk and like kiss in a bar and be like, oh my God, we kissed. And that was fun. <laughs> but that was about as far as it went. And they're going home going, I think next weekend I'll get him. <laughs> For like five years. One more like, drink. Hey, we'll get <laughs> He'll get there. Aw. <laughs> Just show us. I like to make out with girls in bars too, but I don't take yeah. care of Yeah, completely either, different so. reasons. <laughs> no, actually pretty much the same <laughs> reason. <laughs> well, that was fun. See you later. That was fun. Right. I'm going, I'm going over some dick now. <laughs> there is striking similarities though. We've, you guys have noted it on the show and, and I've noted it from... Hey, observing the two of you yeah. yeah besides just the stories we tend to agree you yes, know i think and a lot of things yeah heidi's definitely a little bit more um reserved i think sexually mm-hmm. so she's always shocked i haven't mike's been sh- a doctor he and mike's a doctor exactly right he's the 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 well that's the point you're supposed to project whatever you want onto the doctor um but yeah and you and i tend to agree with i just want people to feel safe to talk about whatever they want yes, to talk about i right? want people to ask because it's okay to ask exactly and it's better to ask because i didn't have anyone to ask and i tried things i might not have had i been told things ahead of time me yes. too yes. <laughs> exactly and that's the heart of it that's the heart of what Again, works for the I show? didn't enjoy them. Right. But maybe they weren't right. really safe. <laughs> well, I consider myself to be really lucky. But some of the th- yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah, some of the things it's like get a name first, know a phone number. Yeah. Tell someone sure. where you're going. A neighborhood perhaps. Exactly. <laughs> get off the corner. Right. Right. <laughs> but I think in the gay community, um be uh I don't want to say prom- promiscuity, but like being a little bit more sexually adventurous is way more accepted sure. than I think for straight people. Sure, absolutely. If not celebrated in a way. Probably. Well, yeah. because especially when, when what you're saying is our sexuality is different than yours and we're going to celebrate it, of course you're going right. to celebrate the actual sex of it. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. No, and there's also, and I've had this conversation uh, years, a few times in the past few years with people, of uh, the, 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 the gay promiscuity, male gay promiscuity especially, is that celebration of, and it's also because the removal of what is often perceived, what is often true as the the extra attachment or romanticism of women. Yeah. And even as a straight guy, that sort of pressure to like have a relationship and stuff. Yeah. When you guys, when you can throw that out the fucking window. Right. And I've seen guys do it. I've seen guys and girls do it in college where like they both are just like, fuck, I don't care. We're four of us living in the house. Let's just all fuck all the time. Yeah. You've done it in the same sort of sense, right? (laughs) Yes. Um, But where that continues on into adulthood, like, like we can go to the bar we went to the other night and be like, there's that 60-year-old guy hitting on that 43-year-old right. guy, and they're going home tonight to and do some crazy totally, shit. Yeah, right. Fucking, yeah, and everyone's man, applauding go. as they leave. Right? Yes, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just like good for – that, so that's – yeah, that's not – it's a nice freedom. Fuck, enjoy it. Yeah. Yes. And you did. And that's the thing. And that's the other similarity. You guys, you guys sowed fucking wild oats and then some. <laughs> like you went to Montana to get extra oats to come back and sow <laughs> right. them and shit. And not, and not in the whole – like not in the, hey, let's encourage promiscuity, but in the, hey, let's encourage like openness. I like that we're encouraging straight people to be like you don't have to wait till you're married to see if you like to have sex with each other thank you that's weird to oh me. my I've god i thought that was bizarre i do too can you imagine getting married to someone get there and you don't and like then it. it sucks that would be terrible that was always and they told me that that's what i was supposed to do like all my life they yeah. told me to do that and i kept like having this thing like Every guy I like kissed, I was like, should I marry him? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> right? I, bang him. Like, I can't imagine that. Uh, and, and the other night, I know we're, we're not, I don't want to talk about the show too much, but we had that guy who called in who was really in love with his wife, but he had only been with her. Yes. And of course he's wondering about doing other stuff. Sure. I don't blame him. No, me either. And yeah. I mean, I've, I've known many, many couples who waited and did that. And I've known a few who it worked out for. Right. 
but not most of them. Not most. I don't of think I know us. anyone that that worked out for. You know, without it having become a problem in the relationship. I, I know one couple in particular who were just lucky enough to actually find soulmate at sixteen, and and they're still satisfied. They're best friends. And all they're best friends. They've yeah, kids, married. Yeah. Well, and some of the beat for you too in that same that sense is it wasn't about like, oh, what if I don't like having sex with them? It's like you don't even. You don't even hardly know them. Absolutely. Well, no, but you don't even myself. consider you don't right. consider the sex as an important thing because you haven't fucking had it yet, and you don't know about good sex. And if anything, you've been told that right. sex probably isn't going to be good, so just get through it. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Right. Like, the whole wifely duty thing. I was always like duty, like right. it's yeah. your duty, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So there's no like. Well, that's the other thing, and especially with gay people, like getting married, it's it's so not expected for us or projected onto us. It's much more of kind of like a serious thing. It's really well thought out. Whereas I think if you're a straight couple, you get to a certain age, and it's like, I guess I get married now. Right. Do you know what I mean? You're yes. just supposed to do it, or you have the conversation, which I've had in the past. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Or right. Years? Do you think this is? Yeah, if you're yeah, not actually you looking late to 20s, five years. Yeah, when you right. have that late 20s, 30 thing, you're like, if you've been in a relationship for four or five years or three years, you need <laughs> that conversation comes up. <laughs> I agree. And the pressure comes on, even if it's not about children or whatever, of like, you need to kind of, are you gonna, are we still going to be together at 35? Because if we're not, we should probably just break up <laughs> right. now. Now right. Now and right. save a lot of money yeah. and a lot of time. And a lot of headache later, yeah. but it's going to matter. Thing, yeah. And then it catches up to you. Yeah. 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 Craziness, and then you move to LA and marry a porn star. What? <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Who knew? Yay! Okay, one more question, and then that will finish our six to really? nine questions. Yeah, there is one more. That was only five. You're just going for six? I'm just going for six because All I was right. going to take a quick break and then come right back. All right. All right, but I got to finish my six, and then when we come back, we'll do a little bit more having sexy stuff. Nine. Sex. Did you say nine? No. Oh, I said sex. I don't know what he whispered. <laughs> Okay, last question. Let me see. Let me make it a really good one. What is here? We'll go psychicy. Okay. What is the craziest thing you ever like told someone was going to happen that they like freaked out about or just happened or something close to that? Like some crazy thing that happened. Oh God, the craziest thing that's ever happened. Uh, I, I guess the craziest thing that I'm always shocked by, and this doesn't happen often, but if someone has something missing in their house, I've been able to find it. Really? Yeah. It's called remote viewing where they ask me where it is and I have been able to say you up in the master bedroom on the second floor, you have a cabinet to the right and they're like, correct. I'm like, like over the phone? Oh, I prefer to do readings over the phone. I only want to hear your voice. Wow. If you pull the cabinet out, you will find it back. I've had that kind of moment. Before. That's crazy. It's really crazy. That's awesome. And even where I think, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was right. Right. Uh, of course yeah. I was right. I'm second yeah. I don't like to do that, but I, I can. I have been so impressed. Like, I, I don't know if I've actually told you this yet, but I'm telling you now and I'm telling the world. I have been so impressed watching you just do these little, just little bits because you only have a moment with people. <sighs> That's on my that one show. stress about the show is that I don't really get, I get like 30 seconds. But even, even the best one to me, which just like blew my mind when we were doing like technical rehearsals and we yeah. had literally, we had like a fake caller with a fake question. We, we all knew it was mm, fake. Right. You read the real dude. Yeah. I can't help it. Like, right through his story. And he's like, no, no, this. And yeah. you're like, yeah, but this. And then afterwards, we went and found him yeah. backstage. And he's like, yes. Yes, right. It's like, oh, my God. That right. was amazing. Because it wasn't yeah. even what he was saying to you. Oh, and it's like, it's very distracting, those moments. And I just have to go for it. I love that you just go for it. I, I, every time you say it, I'm like, yes, something, thing. I'm he's so going excited. For it now. It's yeah. like watching you do a magic trick. I'm like so impressed. Yeah. And I, I actually wanted to, I want to get, I want to know if you would do a reading of Matt Cohen. Oh, yes. We'll for, get, the, for the pod. Okay. We'll get to that on another day when we have yeah, Mr. Yeah, Matt Cohen. Cause, 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 a friend of the show. We okay, love Matty. Absolutely. He's an FOS, yeah. An FOS? Friend of sexies, yo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bring it, son. Um, <laughs> we are not going to come back. What we're going to do is spin since we're here in La La Land and looking forward to seeing our friend Mickey Avalon soon. In concert. I want to go see him in concert again. Yep. Playing uh, hey, Mickey. Viper Room, I think, March 14th. Yay. Check your shit, MickeyAvalon.com. Uh, we're going to spin some Mickey. We're going to close out with some Prairie Scholars and we are going to come back next weekend with another Having Sex. Oh, oh, geez. You're right. I have to go get dressed for that sex show. Yeah, that sex All show right. coming up. Don't forget weeknights, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. On LogoTV.com and on TV all over the place. All right. Thank you guys Wait, so much for listening and sorry. downloading. Thanks again to our sponsors, Adam and Eve. What What were you going to say? No, it's fine. Go ahead. Sorry. Was that what you were going to say? No, I was going to thank Dougal more. I was going to thank See if Dougal. he had maybe a question for you, actually. I was going to thank you. You're the one who's like, we're going. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So she listened. Lovers to- quarrel. So she listened to me for once. I know. Oh, my God. What's happening? Please note episode 132. Katie listened. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Dougal, any last questions? Anything you wanted to ask us here at the Having Sex team? This was a lot tamer than I expected it. Right? I thought you were going to be like, do you like him to come on your face? Yeah. That's no, that's on that sex show. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the next episode. Okay. When you're <laughs> this was just a getting to know Dougal. Nice. Which people should. At Dougal Fraser. Uh, on Facebook. Oh, do, you a, do you have a website? Yeah. Anything to promote? Com Oh, you're going to plug in for that one again. R-A-S-E-R dot com. Your mic undid. Oh, sorry. It is D-O-U-G-A-L-L. F-R-A-S-E-R dot com. Fraser. Fraser. Hooray. Check him out. Check him uh, out. He's awesome. He's awesome. And he's on every night with me on that sex show. On that, that sex show. All right. <laughs> that sex show. Thank you guys so much for listening and downloading. Keep it up and we will that keep going show. even if we have to do it from a little room in Los Angeles instead that of the Cocktails show. Lounge. We love you all. It's the new Cocktails Lounge. It's the new Cocktails Lounge. Up in the sky. <laughs> I'm Katie Morgan. Thank you, Dougal Fraser. Thank you, Mr. Jim Jackman. Thank you, eh? Rock hard and, and fuck, fuck harder. harder. I know somewhere we can go. You got any money? Any money? Any money? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Give me your heart. Went downtown. I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town Went downtown. I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late in a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln Town car. Pour la vous coucher avec moi. Where do I got to go to find love? I look and I look low. I even pray to the Lord above. Three weeks in my hotel sheet. Burning holes in my box of briefs. And my mama won't talk to me since I took off with the jewelry. I used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it. So then I did a little bit Now I do a whole lot, then I'm living in a box. Oh shit, there goes the cop. <laughs> Chill out, that's the neighborhood watch. And they probably want what you got. Stupa, me that guy. Who that dude smell like seafood? Been eating pussy since preschool. Jesus, hanging from the rear view. Jesus, goddamn, I dare you. Used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it. So then I did a little bit. Now I do a whole lot, and I'm living in a box. Down on street. <laughs> 
downtown. I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town. Downtown. I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town. I've been out here before, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Knuckle sandwich, go get a bandage, smoke in the bandit, faggot, faggot. You can't fuck with the app. I'm like the motherfucking Marlboro man. And I'm at it again, Mickey up alone for presents and then. Downtown, I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town. Downtown, I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town. Downtown, I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town. Downtown, I had a meeting with Mr. Brownstone. He showed up late at a quarter to eight in a brand new Lincoln town. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.